0: Well, that's
1: cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. is—rocking and rolling and whatnot. Alright, hey, how's it going? I'm Lee McCormick. Uh, this is Tramps Like Us, the Bruce Springsteen podcast, sidecast, rocking and rollin' and whatnot. Episode 2, Concert Memories. So I got a couple of my friends here. We're going to talk about some of our concert memories. I got Mike Train Bampson here. How you doing, Mike?
2: I'm doing just fine. Thank
3: you.
1: All right. Got Alex Baba Ferguson. What's happening?
3: It's uh, great to be back, Lee. I always uh, enjoy being on Tramps
1: Like Us podcast. I like to think of myself as uh, a friend of the show now. Yeah, friend of the show. Good times. Yeah. So some of our concert memories. So I thought we were talk about the first concert we ever saw, the last concert we've seen. And then a memorable concert in between. You know what I'm saying? So who wants to kick it off? How about Mike? Do you want to kick it off there? What was the first concert you seen? You saw you seen? You, you saw?
2: <laughs> I saw. That is to say, I seen. <laughs> um first, first real concert that I ever saw was uh, the Cult Electric Tour.
1: Nice. That would have been like 87, I think,
2: I think it was 87. I'm not 100% on that. I'd have to Google it to actually check it out. But I, th- I think it was 87 and not...
1: And where, where would that have been? That was at
2: the Exhibition Stadium. CNE exhibit,
1: the full stadium? No, it would have been like it was the of grandstand. It was the half, the, yeah, so yeah, so that'd grand. be the CNE yeah. grandstand, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: But the most interesting thing about that show was the opening band. Do you remember who the opening band was for the uh, Cult on the Electric Tour?
1: Was that Guns N' Roses? It was Guns N' Roses. Wow! Like yeah. Bef- yeah. Appetite had just come out, right?
2: I don't even I don't even know if it had been in wide release. It probably came out with like point. one single, but like <laughs> but Sweet I, Child of Mine hadn't been out or something. I can good. tell you this. Yeah. Nobody cared about Guns N' Roses. Every time they finished a song, there was just you could hear crickets. Really? And Axel was pissed. He was pissed. At at one point he actually turned to the audience, he goes, Oh, you're all so receptive. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, I remember seeing Slash down there with his big top hat on, and they were just, you know, rocking it out yeah. and having a great time and everything, and, and just nobody was, like, everybody was just more interested in smoking weed and waiting for the cult to Well, come
1: it's, on. the cult were kind of like a, like, almost like an alternative band back then, right? Like, CFNY, like, goth crowd was into the cult. Like, uh, fans of, like, The Cure
3: yeah, were yeah, into but, the cult. They
2: were sort of on a... More, they were like a
1: hard rock.
3: But well they had a rock and they, roll edge to them. They like. kind of were, like, goth. Punk up until uh, the Love album, but I think Electric is when they tour with Guns N Roses. Yeah. and Roses. Electric is like a very ACDC. It's like hard rock, swing boogie.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought Love was a fantastic album. I mean, you know, I was a skateboarder back at that time, and
0: Here Comes the Rain.
2: I'm not going to lie to you. I was listening to Love on the way
1: over here in the car just now. Really? Oh yeah. 87. So how old would you have been then? You 17. would have been 17. that's a little late for your first concert, eh? Yeah, I was, I was a late. Who did you go with, a bunch of friends?
2: Yeah, I went with uh, George Polyconis <laughs> and Ollie Cooper. Alright. Yeah,
1: any standout memories from so that show? My brother
2: was a punk rocker and introduced me to a lot of punk rock.
1: Nice. Band. Any standout sh- songs from that that show or anything like that, or any moments you think you I, remember? You know,
2: I, I my memories are pretty... So long ago, eh? The cult. Yeah. I just remember Axel beforehand being pissed at everybody. <laughs> Which, again, I guess carried on throughout his entire rock career. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: I remember one time I went to see them with Metallica at uh, Old Exhibition Stadium. And uh, Faith No More played, and then Metallica came on. And this was like the night after um, James got burnt by uh, the, some. Yeah, Technics, Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, I mean, it was a riot that night too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and then between sets, between, you sounded like Cosby. There it a took a, <laughs> my wife. It, me. Between and the sets, Camille, get the tickets. We had to wait for like an hour and a half, hour and 45 yeah. minutes until Guns N' Roses came out. Because Axel like, wasn't ready. Probably, was, something yeah. like that. That guy went through so many fucking costume changes that night. He'd keep running into the back and he'd come out with like a different shirt on.
4: Goofy. <laughs>
1: Toronto I was 8 years old it was kiss 1983 Creatures of the Night tour. They were still wearing makeup back then, you know. I had seats in the golds, like towards the back. Uh, I, I remember begging my dad, "Can we get tickets for Kiss? Like I was, I was a, a huge Kiss fan as a now, kid." You know?
3: was this Peter Chris or I uh, nah, had? Uh, this is Eric Carr. Eric Carr had joined at this point. Yeah, so this. So what was Eric Carr's nickname then? He, like, his well, he look? was the Fox. The his Fox. character. He oh, was the, the Fox. Fox. That's what that yeah. looks like. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's the Fox makeup, right? So one thing about being a Kiss fan is that they're gonna give you so much joy and a lot of fun, but they're gonna break your heart at some point. Right? They're gonna like fuck you over at some point. Right? Like <laughs> that's what that band will do. So here's the thing. Like I was a huge Ace Frehley fan. Right? He was My my guy. I love Ace. And uh, you know the Creatures of the Night record comes out. I remember buying that record at. Uh, the record stop at cedar Bray mall nice yeah i remember that (laughs) you remember that yeah Yeah, it was right there was a grocery store on one end right and it was right beside the record stop and had like a stop sign as the logo right so i remember walking in the mall one day and seeing it right on the front rack right that creature of the night cover with the blue faces and the glowing eyes and it was it was gene paul Eric Carr, and ace was on the record right and i'm eight years old how am I to know any different, right? I figured Ace is, there's this picture. It says Ace Frehley's name on the back of the record. He must be, he must be on the album, right? So I'm all stoked about this album. Love the record. Love, I love it loud. It's such a cool song. And uh, I find out they're coming. I'm eight years old. I'm like, I'm at, like, this is around. I guess we never. Tickets would go on sale. September, October, and I'm just, dad, can we go to Kiss? Can we please take to Kiss? Like, <laughs> right? And then... Uh, so finally he relented, and we got tickets. Right, we lined up at the Bass ticket outlet to get tickets and stuff like that. We got tickets for January.
3: Man, and I vividly remember this night. Bass ticket, the Bass ticket, Bass.
1: Bass, uh, bass ticket outlets. Yes. Yeah. Like, remember those places?
3: Yeah. No, I don't really. Yeah. like
1: it. It was like you would go to like it would be at like a like a department store like Sears or something like that, and they would have a Bass ticket outlet. Same you way know, they have I, Ticketmaster. I, think
3: I do sort of remember that. It was called yeah. Bass. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. And 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 they used to advertise out of the rate. Yeah. Tickets. At yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's right.
5: Huh.
1: So anyway, after the, the show's coming around uh, January, I remember, I vividly remember it was like a, it was a Friday night, I think, and I'm walking down Carlton Street, Maple Leaf Gardens, and it's snowing a little bit, and just seeing that marquee above Maple Leaf Gardens, and it said like tonight, Kiss, seven thirty or something like that, right? And it's just that image, and just seeing all the cool rockers. Walking in, and I'm like this little kid, right? It's not the greatest. <laughs> so, uh, Was your dad? Yeah, it was my dad, yeah. He took me. He's amazing. So I remember sitting down in my seats and seeing, just looking at the stage. It's like my first concert. And seeing the stage and seeing that KISS logo above the gear, right? Just the, the K-I-S-S and the light bulbs, like the old logo. It just looks so awesome. Without it turned on, just sitting there, right? I was like, oh, it's taking in the vibe. And then, so the, all of a sudden, the lights go down, and this band starts playing, and I'm like... These guys are in their street clothes. They're not wearing makeup. Is that Kiss? They all have long hair. And I'm like, who, who is that, right? Who was it? It was the Headpins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like, I had no idea. <laughs> don't, about, it yeah, like, don't it make you feel? Yeah, don't it make you yes. feel like dancing? Don't it make you feel? Like a chick singer. Her name was Darby Mills, I think. Darby Mills, yeah. Uh, and uh, so I didn't know any concept of, like, there was opening bands when you could go see a show, right? So it took me a, f- a little while to realize it's not Kiss, right? So anyway, they finish... You know, and then again, here the lights go down and You wanted the best, you got the best, hottest band so, in the world so KISS. So but but
3: I, I hate I hate to be like the bearer of bad news, but technically the first
1: band yeah, you for, ever
3: your best first concert you ever went to was the Headpins.
1: <laughs> no, that might be the first band I saw live at a concert, but the first concert was KISS. It was right, the well, KISS concert, it wasn't I, the Headpins I, concert.
3: Well, I think this needs a disclaimer
1: of some sort then, that's all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know, you wanted the best, you got the best hottest band in the world, Kiss. And then like there's all this smoke and the lights and you just hear down the creatures of the night and the fucking explosions and the fucking Kiss sign lights up and the bulbs are going up and everybody's, all the big kids are like standing on their seats cheering and it was so loud. You know, I was eight years old and I, could, I remember feeling like the sound of the drums rumbling through my body. Like just, I've never felt music that loud where you could feel it and it was kind of like scary. I'm like, was awesome too, right? <laughs> but look, but he, I'm thinking, like, I'm gonna see Ace Fraley live on stage, right? I don't know anything about that. And I'm like, I'm looking on the stage and I'm like, that doesn't look like Ace Fraley. Right? And it was Vinnie Vincent. Oh. Yeah. Right? Because Ace Fraley wasn't on that tour, and it was Vinnie Vincent, but they were hyping it as like, well, they weren't all the all the ads for the shows had pictures of Ace, right? The cover of the album, so. Whatever it took, a couple of songs for me to realize that that's not Ace Frehley, and then my little heart's breaking a little bit. what
3: did 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 Vinny Vincent just wear Ace's makeup?
1: <coughs> no, see, Kiss were Kiss didn't do that bullshit till later on, yeah, right? Yeah. Back then, like Vinny had his own character. He's like the Ankh Warrior, and he oh, had like right, right, he right, had right. like I, an I, Ankh no, cross yeah, yeah, on re- his face, and he had like sort of no, like I, I remember, a yeah. moon on yeah. his like spandex pants. And yeah, like. but
3: they shortly took they took their makeup shortly after he joined album after that yeah, yeah.
1: They, they did one one tour with makeup and then they did lick, yeah, it,
3: yeah. Up. Yeah.
1: The one with lick it up lick it up is the the album after oh. that where they took the makeup off right yeah so that's it man but it was a great show you know like in hindsight i, I wish i could go back and like enjoy it from a different point of view because back then my eight-year-old mind couldn't really handle all these things <laughs> you know, but what did your dad my dad thought it was awesome. He especially loved the drum solo, because there was a drum solo, and the whole stage was a, was a tank, right? Like, they had, uh, like, tires on the, on the, like, raised tank tires on the tracks, tracks yeah, not tires, tracks on the sides, and then they had a big turret with a big cannon, and the drums were on the turret, right? So for the solo, Eric be playing the solo, and the turret would be turning, and then the, the gun would raise, and it would, like, shoot out into the crowd, and they would turn around over and shoot out. Yeah, man, my first show, Kiss Maple Leaf Gardens. 1983.
3: Is that the one with uh, the 3D glasses? Yeah, that shitty 3D yeah. thing that didn't yeah, really I, work. Do I, I, you know what I remember most about that concert? Unfortunately, is the the really smelly stench of puke from a couple of a couple of rows down. This wo- this woman puked all over oh the place. Oh my god! I do remember and remember every that. once in a while, the f- the scent would just like waft up if it caught a breeze, and it it.
1: Uh, well, it was gross. I do remember like my being eight years old and like kiss, kicking it off with creatures of the night and just smelling that sweet aroma of marijuana wafting through Maple Leaf Gardens and being like that smells like when I would go to my nan's and my, my uncle would be in the basement with his friends, that's that smell like, that, sounds like a, that smells like a good time <laughs> you know, so forever the sweet smell of marijuana is like associated with rocking and rolling and, and live concerts it. and. <laughs> la
0: la la Pot, pot Give hey, us some pot Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. High, high, I want to get high. Never give it up if you give it a try. La, la,
1: la, la. Baba, give us your first concert
3: uh, well mine, that mine, you've seen. Mine was saw. at uh, the old um, Ontario Place Forum. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, the spinning uh, stage, right? Yeah, well, it... For those not familiar, it was uh, it, it was a, a big circular stage, and all the seats w- went around in a circle. And it was yeah, and a and, lawn and, and up in the back it had too. Lawn, right? It had four s- lawn sections, um, like like wings on the side of this this yeah this this round turning stage that had a three sixty view uh, for everybody in this bowl that was all surrounded by. Uh, by trees hanging yeah, over, yeah, right. And trees and everything, it, yeah. And
1: it, it was it was slow too, right? Like it would yeah. it would probably take like ten minutes to do like a, a for a full three sixty kind of thing, yeah, right? yeah. You
2: don't want the audience getting sick and
3: throwing
1: yeah. up, yeah, as well as the musicians that are like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking playing, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so who was
1: the who did you see
3: the first? Yeah, so I, I saw lots of shows there over the years, but uh, that was the location for my first one where I saw Fats Domino and Jerry Lee
1: Lewis. alright oh, right, amazing. What year would that have been? don't know like
3: maybe 84 yeah 85 maybe yeah yeah um and yeah it was it was pretty great i think uh, two piano legends rock and roll piano yeah yeah and um i was into oldies music that's why i wanted to go and uh yeah so they played all their hits and it was one of those things where everybody in the audience knew all the words yeah. and we uh, were we're rocking along and at, at that point obviously like um, this was this was kind of a novelty i mean this was the first generation of rock stars and they were starting to get old and it was kind of a, a revival tour uh, you know that um, that was kind of Almost really novel at the time. Like now, they would have been
1: ba- like they would have been in their mid fifties.
3: Yeah, then, like yeah. now bands like uh, stick around sometimes for decades, or if they don't, revival tours where they get back together and play into their old age, yeah. where they play basically greatest hits uh, tours. Um, that's pretty common now, but uh, at the time that was uh, kind of a new thing because they were like the first generation of rock stars, and they. Uh,
1: that's awesome. And Jerry Lee in mid eighties, he was probably drinking. He was probably.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, I remember this one point. I wearing think, like fingerless
1: gloves where, and yeah, stuff he, like that. He got, he with got his rings over top of he, the gloves.
3: He got angry and he slammed down the lid of his uh, grand piano at one point. I don't like know. Like legitimately angry? Yeah, I don't, know. Like yeah, I don't b- know if he was angry about the sound or like s- I, I said, get that played. bass out of my monitor. Yeah, Slam. I, I, Yeah, I don't know, I think but. It's might have been might have, maybe that was the deal but uh, awesome. seemed angry to me
4: Come on, baby. Oh, let it baby yeah all you gotta do is stand that thing in one little spot then you wiggle it around a little bit a whole lot. You don't have to have an that it to uh, just do it. And then you got it. You got it. Rock and roll. Country and western blues. Rhythm and blues. Give it to me,
1: seven, eighty eight, I went to see, there was a show, they played again, it was Fats Domino and Jerry Lee Lewis. And it was a Saturday in the summertime, and me and my dad went down. It was like a 1 o'clock afternoon show. Yeah. And we got there, and Jerry Lee had canceled. Uh, and I was just like, fuck. So it was like, Fats was only Fats. So we yeah. still went. Fats, yeah. Fats killed it, but I mean. Yeah. R.I.P. Fats, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. The great Fats Domino passed away about a month ago. And, uh, you know, what a, what a big, big life, great great rock and roll artist that guy is. It? Yeah,
3: yeah. And of course, uh, w- with uh, the tradition of uh, Mike mentioning this on the podcast, what do you think of when you think of uh, Fats Domino song like uh, Blueberry Hill there, Mike? What?
2: Uh, <laughs> you guys know I'm going to say happy day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found my thrill. Yeah. Uh.
0: I found my thrill. Yeah.
2: Trouble with these guys actually when uh, when Fats died because I I mentioned that I had thought that he was already dead. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's wrong, Mike. Yeah, and that was <laughs> didn't go over so well with no. these two guys.
4: Thanks <laughs> being here tonight. Hope you enjoy the show.
6: And right now, I'm gonna play
4: the first number that Dave Bartholomew and I wrote and recorded together in 1949. Call the fat man.
1: Tell us about the what was the last concert that you saw?
2: Last concert I saw was uh, Power Trip.
1: Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. All right, so you guys are gonna team up on this. So the, you guys yeah. were at both together for the last yeah, concert. Yeah. So now, who the fuck? I never heard of this band, Power Trip.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, they're like retro thrash. Retro with thrash. a modern edge. Yeah, like it's it's like it's like thr- it's like thrash metal with a little bit of uh the way it's produced and the way they play, it's very 80s style. It is.
2: It has a San Francisco thrash vibe
5: <laughs> to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, talk on. I don't really have anything to add to this because I'm not in a thrush. Like it sounds like Metallica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who like Exodus?
3: Exodus. It, it, Exodus. Uh, it would yeah, sound Testament, like they It would sound you know, like their, their early out. What about like yeah.
1: suicidal tendencies? Not so much. No, no. There's no. no there's no, mean, no like <laughs> funk but, quality. Okay. In there yeah. But anything.
2: you know what, Leah? Uh, I mean, I, it's funny because. And they're new. They're like a, a young yeah, guys. Yeah, Young they're guys. New. Yeah, yeah. They're Young guys. They absolutely love what they're doing. You, you feel their youthful enthusiasm. when... When you're at the show, you can tell that they love what they're doing. I liked
3: it so much. I saw them in the spring, and then I went again with Mike. This time, I said, "Mike, you got to see these guys live. They mm. are they are something else."
2: So I bought their new record. It's called uh, Nightmare Logic, and I realized that it was I didn't listen to anything else for about a month. It's one of those like, things, time, eh? yeah. When I got home, I would I would put it in the I would hook it up to the system and listen to it. When I got in my car, into in, you know, to this day, I mean, I was listening to it this morning. <sighs> Um, I love it. Nightmare Logic by Power Trip. It's
1: really and there, where where was the show at? Club uh, or a uh, club Velvet or Underground? Velvet. Oh, so that's pretty yeah. small. So there's yeah, only how yeah. many? There's only a couple hundred people there. Couple hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: And they had the you know the pit going and everything. And, and really. They-
1: and what was with a crowd like? Old guys like us, or were they young like guys, young kids? Guys, it's a, yeah, it's a combination it's of a good everything.
3: Mix, I right. remember the first time... It's weird time that I just said old guys like I, 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 us. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I went to see them, there was a guy that looked like he was in his late 50s, early
1: 60s stage diving. Oh. Rock and roll never dies, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I felt pain when you said that it was an old guy stage diving. I just...
1: Got to break a hip, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back <laughs> in my seat, just going, oh. I'm I'm fine standing off to the side. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, I love and being in way head. in the
2: background now, watching these guys killing themselves up in the front <laughs> of the stage. <laughs> and just going. I'm way back here where it's safe. Yeah, it's like
1: a second show to watch at these yeah. things, right? That was. That's always. It was always fun going to a guar show because it's like you could watch the stage and you could watch the crowd and see all the shit going on. Have you
2: right? listened to the new Guar record?
1: I I can't listen to them without odorous. Oh yeah, yeah it's
3: actually it's That's actually good. It's actually yeah, it's it's a good. Decent, ah,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm so conflicted with all these bands that are like they're losing key members that I love, and they're just continuing on, and they're like,
3: uh. yeah. Sometimes
2: I heard sometimes the new I Just I Priest work.
1: record is fucking
6: amazing, but
1: KK Downing is like my favorite. Yeah,
2: so, uh. but KK didn't play on uh, Redeemer of Souls. I you know, know that
3: was good too. I know, fuck, I yeah. know. So like, uh, I'm conflicted and like, and like, the new Accept record is pretty good. They've been churning out good yeah. records, and Udo's not even with them. I just wish they oh, would... Oh, Udo, Udo's coming in the spring. He's playing, I think, at the Mod Club. Re-
1: he had like a farewell tour like a year ago. But he's
3: not calling... It's not. Maybe may he's not doing the Accept songs? It's, it's not... He's not calling himself Udo. He's calling himself Dirk Schneider for this.
1: Well, because <laughs> he had a thing, I think, where he did a tour when he said, okay, this is the last time I'm ever going to play these Accept songs. Isn't Venom doing something like Unless that? Unless it's too? still going on, it's like a never-ending tour. Yeah, there's two Venoms. Yeah. There's Venom
3: with Kronos, and then there's Venom Inc. with uh, other former members. I think
1: right. it's a fucking joke like Rat is like that there's Bobby Blotz there's Rat and then there's Rat with like the other four guys yeah. and then there's uh, I think Great White is something like that oh yeah I, I
3: won't take any any Great White but Great White at face value <laughs> <laughs> you can so, replace all the members of Great
1: White and I wouldn't know it <laughs> so what's the best uh, power time or power what was t- <laughs> the- <laughs> <Power time. laughs> what's the best power trip uh uh, song, I like. What was the best song of the night?
3: Well, their their biggest hit right now is uh, "Swing of the Axe Executioner's Song." Yeah, and um, yeah, that probably got the crowd going the most. State of the yeah, executioners. So no, the uh,
2: executioner's tax.
3: Executioner's Tax. Yes. Right. Yeah.
2: So that's uh, all right. If you want to get a good idea on what those guys are all about, listen to that. But that record's a ten out of ten. I just ten out of ten. I, eh? I can't turn it off. I love every. Like song. never mind
1: the bollocks. Ten out of ten. <clears throat> Give me a
3: break.
2: It's, all right, I mean, I want to put it on that kind of. Level. It's
3: definitely in my top five metal releases this year. But I can. All right, power flip, power trip, every song executioner of executed. the minds. Sh- what is it again? <laughs> uh, it, it's power o- of the o- t- execution oper- oper- operation operation mind <laughs> crime. <laughs> So
2: Nightmare Logic Execution.
1: Alright, so the last concert that I saw was eight days ago. I saw Steve Earle and the fucking Dukes in Toronto, Danforth Music Hall uh, on the So You Want to Be an Outlaw tour. Uh, second time I've seen him on this tour, I saw them in Brantford in September and I just saw them uh, here in Toronto. Uh, you know, great show as usual. This was the uh, my 26th Steve Earle show. 26th show, yeah. And previous to that, uh, Does that
2: include your Steve Earl camp?
1: Yeah, well, he played a show there, so I count that as a show, right? And I paid. But did you see Steve Earl every single day? I the- did. I paid like over. I paid like twenty five hundred dollars for that, did so I play, think it counts play, as, as a did show. Did he play every day? Uh, technically, yeah. Like we would have a, What we would do is, well, he would he would teach like uh, four or five hours a day, right? And then at night we would have open mic where everybody in the camp would get up and play a song. And at the very end of the open mic, Steve would get up and play one song. Right, so he did that like two, three nights in a row, and the very last night, he did a full, like, two-hour show, which was fucking awesome, because it was intimate, you know, and it was really, like, after spending four days with us, he gave us this personal show when he was talking to us during it, so that was really amazing. So anyway, this show was really good, I love this new record, Steve kind of back to his outlaw country. Kind of thing, and he's playing a lot of electric guitar on this, a big Waylon Jennings kind of influence on this record. So, a lot of good electric guitar playing. I love the new record. Guys. Yeah, it's so good, it's eh? It's amazing. That song, uh, it's got that song Firebreak line on it. Oh, yeah. So good, which is uh, actually topical, which is going on in California right now. All those fucking fires. Yep, yeah. The wildfires just burning That's down amazing. people's houses and shit. So, this song's Firebreak line is about these, these people that fight fucking forest fires. They're trying to control them, right? They call them like hot shots. And there's these men and, and just women. Had that
2: movie out about four months ago. There's it's a movie on this shit now. About the hotshots shots. They're all those guys that died
1: a few years ago. Oh, in is California. it? California, the fire overwhelmed them. I have to check that out. But anyway, this song is about that. And Steve Earle says he goes like he's telling a story about this. He's like, uh, these guys don't have a song. He goes, what they do now, right? So he wrote this song about these men and women that go in there, and you know they, you, the for, a fire would be coming across the forest, and you know these guys would get these axes and they would just start fucking cutting down trees, you know, and making like a dividing line. Right, so they're cutting out a firebreak line, like uh, digging down deep to the clay line, cutting out a firebreak line. Right, it's so fucking cool. Right,
3: that's like a like is is that like that sort of uh, tempo of that song and the beat and everything? Is that kind of like a work
1: song? Is that what you? Yeah, it makes me want to swing an axe. Yeah. Well, I'm a wildfire fighting fool. So good, and he he has a verse about this guy, uh, yeah, Ed Pulowski. Ed Pulowski is a friend of mine. And Ed Pulowski is this guy and he, he invented this he invented this thing like an axe I swing you know and it's got like one he- side's got an axe on it the other thing's got like a little fucking hammer piece or whatever yeah yeah So and that's a special tool right so there's a verse all about this guy in that song right <laughs> so anyway it's a fucking great show as usual Steve Earle and uh, like I was saying the 26th time I've seen him previous to that Blue Rodeo was my most seen band at 25 right where does Motley Crue play in all of this they, they come in at number three. I was just checking this out recently. I've seen Motley Crue about eighteen times. So those are my numbers. Three of
2: those I've seen. Only three? But
1: possibly four. Yeah, that one. Remember that one at Molson Amphitheater where we got like fourth row center? That was fucking great.
3: Idea. Yeah. Defi- de- <laughs> definitely two or three of those
1: too. Yeah, good times. So uh, yeah, Steve. And then uh, like, I always say hi to him at the shows, right? Because I'm, I'm a privileged camp copperhead kind of guy, right? <laughs> So at this show, I, got, I brought my uh, El Corazon vinyl, just came out, right, for uh, Black Friday Record Store Day. So I uh, I handed it to him, and I said, uh, I said, have you signed one of these yet? And he said, no, 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 because it just came out. So uh, that was pretty cool. The first time he ever signed a Steve Earl El Corazon record was mine.
3: Right, right. And, and you texted <laughs> us uh, photos earlier this week. You met
1: uh, Gordon Lightfoot. I did. I met Gord for the second time. Me and Gord are tight as well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he remembered you, right? No, he didn't remember me. But <laughs> I met him back in, like, 94. I tell the story. I did a, I did a podcast with uh, Craig Smith of the Pods and Saws Network. People check that out. Uh, he has a, a, a series about essential compilations, so me and him talked about Gord's Gold I on that. It. Yeah, and I told the story about meeting Gord back in 94. Um, that's Sam the Record Man. And, uh, you know, I just found out last Monday he was signing... Uh, you know, copies of his book that he had written by, uh, Nic- uh, what was that guy's name, Nicholas Jennings? Yeah, so he's got a new book out. So Gore was down there uh, signing books, so I went down and said hi to him. Um, and told him I love him. Was that at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gordon.
5: I love you, Gordon. I love you, Gordon. You're great. Was that like, at uh, the
3: Indigo at uh, Bay and Bloor?
1: Indigo at that? Bay and Bloor, yeah, that's where yeah. I met Bruce uh, Yes, that's right. a year ago. Yeah, so I met two troubadours, two rock and roll heroes at Indigo. Bay, at and at Indigo at Bay and
3: Bloor.
5: All right. I don't care about the books, I care about the <laughs> And Somewhere right
6: now, and you've had some experience with that in these parts, somewhere right now, young men and some women who are willing to put up with a bunch of smelly men for days at a time in the back country, are loading up their equipment and getting in their trucks, and they're going out to keep these wildfires from burning down some rich hoe asshole's house who should have never built it there in the first place. They are called hotshot crews, and this song is for them. It's called the firebreak line. Well, I'm cutting out a firebreak line, cutting out a firebreak line, digging down deep to the clay. This is Steve Irwin, and you're listening to "Tramps Like Us," a Bruce Springsteen podcast with Lee McCormick. Okay, so now, Mike,
1: tell me about some sort of memorable concert, like in between those. Like, do you have any other good concert memories you want to tell us about?
2: Yeah, I think one of my most memorable shows, sort of in the middle there, and I don't know if it's more on yeah, the right latter half, but uh, was actually when Lee and I went and saw Judas Priest, and we had floors for for Priest.
1: What year was that? That was uh, um, was that? That was the. Re- was that Priest and Slayer? Yeah, it was. Oh, that and was Slayer. fucking uh. Oh, I was at that show too. That yeah. was the yeah, reunion. that was great. Okay, before they before they did uh, Angel of Retribution. Before they put that the reunion record out, they did a reunion tour where they just played hits. Yeah. Right, and we were right on the floor. We were fifty feet
5: from the Yeah, I was. Yeah. Up,
3: I was up
1: in the middle in one
3: of those. Uh, you know that. I don't know. what... I, them a box. Like, uh, like
1: those most in Canadian special sections where they have a... Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw You that. get a special wait- waitress and stuff. Yeah, and they're like
3: seats uh, like,
1: and there's like a, a bar that at all. Yeah. like... Yeah, I know. they have like... Yeah, little stools and stuff like that. That's cool. How did, did you get... How did you get those tickets? I can not so for me, I mean, the, the
2: things that stick out for me... Were the greatness that I was in front of, the, awe of felt. <laughs> the metal gods, yeah, for fuck's Yeah, when, when Rob comes riding out on that motor, on the Harley, and... hellbent oh, uh, for leather. Yeah, just the, the
1: leather and the studs and, and uh, Fucking painkiller.
0: Pain, painkiller! Oh, pain, pain <laughs> well, and he fucking one
1: grabs one. the mic with both hands, and he just leans yeah. over like he's passing the kidney stone, <laughs> yeah. and he just screams to the metal gods yeah. above. Oh. No!
2: like hair like like you see the lights coming from behind and his yeah, hair, KK his hair like flowing and, and they're like, like fucking like, headbanging and they're all doing the you know like, the not to the highway oh yeah yeah. I mean I, I, <laughs> it really did feel like you were in the presence of greatness you
1: know what I remember about that too before not Judas Priest but Slayer opening up because we were we were on the floor and I remember like the uh, two the way the amphitheater is there's like a little bit of a
2: I know what you're going to say you're going to talk about the guys wave, banging their heads and waving their hair around no
1: it's uh, just like the, the dudes were fucking like jumping off the barriers, like into the 100 levels. Yeah. Like there was a three. The security guys had to wrestle these guys because these guys were like headbanging. They would just like jump these rails and just like be dumping jumping into the 100. Was...
2: <laughs> My recollection was doing something very similar. We we were standing on the on the floor there and we were looking back and you was, and then you look back to where it starts rising up, and I remember there was like a, a, about four guys, total metal banger guys, it, uh, in front of the railing there, yeah. and they were all. Banging their heads and swirling their heads around, and their hair was just going in full circles. Yeah. All four of them. And their hair was just in unison <laughs> going around. Unison and hair banging. Yeah, and, and I looked at these dudes and I, like, oh, those guys are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome.
1: Fucking Judas
0: Priest. Yeah, I remember that. Head out to the highway! <laughs> What you've been missing? Let me hear Sophia. So I'm I'm heading out to. 修复 strain on the decline Out of the way Now everybody breaks down sooner or later We'll put it to right We'll spare up a man Back on your feet To take the next manual Weather every storm Is coming at you
1: So my memorable concert moment that I'm going to bring up is uh, this was uh, Saturday, August 6, 1994, Kitchener, Ontario, Lulu's. Do you remember that place, Lulu's? Yes,
6: yes. I and the know. show
1: was the Ramones with Teenage Head well, opening yeah. up.
3: Were
1: you Were yeah. you at that? Oh, I was definitely at that Because I went yeah, with fucking yeah. uh, Dave Walton. Were you there with Phil Bennell, maybe?
3: Uh, I think Mike, you were there, weren't you? No. Oh, I well, think hey, Eric might have been there. No, nah,
1: he definitely wasn't there.
5: No?
3: Uh, yeah. Must have been, I, you were there, right? Eh? Yeah. I, I, I could have sworn you were there
1: for that. Because I, I, I love the Ramones, and this, they were on their Acid Eaters Might tour. my
2: heavy drinking period. You know, <laughs> I and parts.
1: I went to see them at the Phoenix. They played Toronto the Friday night at the Phoenix. And I saw that show. I went to that by myself. I'm like, no. Do you
3: know that I still have that uh, the shirt I bought at that show, my Ramones shirt? And Did
1: you get the pinhead
3: guy? Yeah, yeah. I know that and shirt. No, and no matter... How many times I've washed that son of a bitch, it still kind of looks like new, except like it's all kind of can't beat it. It's like cracked, but the shirt itself <laughs> is. Uh, well, they make them cracked? Yeah, it looks. It's it looks. It, 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 it almost. It almost, blood looks, blood. it almost looks. It almost looks. It almost so looks. Like solid a garment. Form. Yeah.
1: So anyway, I I wanted to. I was going. I went to the show the next night after Toronto, right? And I didn't know any of these opening bands. I don't know who opened the Toronto show. Obviously, they were very forgettable. But uh, Lulu's is always a great place to see a, a, a show, right? It's like a, this, It used to be a Kmart, right? And they just emptied it out and turned it into a bar. It used to be, like, the biggest bar in Canada. Yeah. Or had a record for the longest bar in the world. They, they had Something a bar like that, that was, like, yeah. 200 feet. Like it, took you like, it took you, like, four minutes to walk from end to end to the bar. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I get to the show, Ramones uh, Kitchener at Lulu's, and uh, I found that Teenage Head is opening up so bonus like my two favorite bands in the whole world playing together so teenage head come out obviously just fucking awesome just rock plays by frankie venom oh so good uh everybody should listen to teenage head one of my favorite bands ever and uh i was right and, at the front of the stage And
3: didn't, Lulu's, didn't the front of the stage kind of come out a little bit too
1: like yeah it was like uh it had like a little peak where the singer come out like yeah, a little like yeah, a little yeah. bump like a little like uh yeah, that was cool. Speed bump, like right in the front, so that you could go up there and be the lead singer, right? So I remember I was be right at the front of the stage, and I, I, I remember I got there early, and I wanted to be by Joey and by Johnny, right? I love those guys, right? So I got right where it would be, right, right in front of Johnny for that show, right? So Teenage Head Come, they were awesome, of course. And then, uh, so here, here comes the Ramones, and I'm right in front of Johnny Ramone, right? And I'm right, and the stage at Lulu's is about five feet high. Yeah. So, or maybe even higher. But, so you can't, it's not like you're standing there at your waist, you're standing there and you're like at chin level, right? So my my head was literally, my head was literally at Johnny Ramone's feet for the whole night, right? So I was just, I was 20 years old, I'm just like my favorite band. They come out and it's like the 90s Ramones, right, where, where they're playing so fucking fast, yeah. right? And they got CJ in the, in the band, like, just kicking them in the ass like this youth. And Marky Ramone is just, like, just a thunderous drummer camp. No one can play faster than Marky Ramone, right? And they're just playing, like, every song is, like, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> one, two,
0: three, four.
1: Johnny Carson showed up so uh, so we're, yeah so I was right at the front of the stage right with uh, right at Johnny Ramone's feet so I wanted to look at Joey and I wanted to look at Johnny the whole time so I was like right in front of Johnny Ramone so they're playing the whole time and uh, I'm just like I'm, I got my fists in the air I'm smiling I'm having the best time of my life, like the Ramones at Kitchener and I'm right in front of Joey Ramone and Johnny Ramone and Joey Ramone would just stand at the mic And you couldn't see any expression on his face, right? Like his hair's down, he's like wearing these little glasses and he's just holding the mic in one stance and he would just do like just little mic stand kicks every once in a while, right? But Johnny would like move to the front of the stage and he would play some guitar and then he would like take three steps back and then play by his amps. So he would constantly be going like up and and back, up and back, right? Watching these shows. And I was just smiling away at him the whole time, right? But he would look down at me and just snarl at me with like the meanest face ever, like just like this ferocious look like I'm like some pe- I'm some guy trying to rob him or something <laughs> like that. You know? Right? So, and he's throwing picks out the whole night, right? And I'm always reaching my hand up. But because I'm so close, every time he throws a pick, it's going like way over my head, right? And I'm putting my hands up and I'm, I'm missing a pick each time. And it was crazy. So... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I got to interrupt this.
3: Reminds <laughs> me. It's Eric always tells me you guys went to like some sort of metal fest one year and... Dangerous Toys was on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it the- was
1: Operation Rock and Roll, which was uh, supposed to be Motorhead, Judas Priest, Alice Cooper, and Dangerous Toys. <laughs> right? Motorhead. One of these things is not like the others. Yeah, Motorhead didn't play that night. Dangerous toys. Dangerous toys are just like some like, like I don't like the term, but like some hair metal band, like Guns N' Roses wannabe kind of band. Some they had some red-haired annoying guy in it. But <laughs> yeah, tell the story. The, the, about the, it. The, the
3: drummer threw out one of his picks, and you just no, the st- drummer didn't throw a pick. At oh, him. I mean the drummer. I, <laughs> sorry, the guitar player threw out uh, one of his picks, and you just watched it hit you, hit your chest, and hit the ground in front of you, <laughs> and you didn't even bend down to pick it up. Yeah, I'm like, what's this guy throwing picks
5: at me for? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was awesome. Yeah, so so speaking of throwing picks, so Johnny Ramone is like throwing picks like every four songs or whatever. I'm trying to catch a pick, and it's going over my head the whole time. And then it's finally like the end of the show. Like they they played an hour. They played 30 songs in an hour, right? And uh, I'm I'm just, you know, cheering and smiling away at Johnny, even though he's just snarling at me the whole time. And he actually walked up, like after a song, he walked up to the front and he put a pick like right in my hand. Oh, that's <laughs> you awesome. know? So after, like, after just like making scowling at me so the he, whole night, So he did pay attention. He like, noticed, he knew he, you noticed, you he, knew I was like digging it, right? So he, like, no, but also that you were grasping for the pick and never yeah, got one yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe he was getting a kick out of it the whole night, too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but that was a, such a moment that he actually put it right in my hand. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what a moment.
0: Take the CJ. Take the
1: after the last one give us a, a memorable constant moment
3: uh, well I uh, I think two years ago a year and a half ago uh, went to Nashville with my wife Zoe and uh, we went to uh, the Ryman Auditorium and it was a tribute to Guy Clark
1: and oh yeah uh, you were at that right yes oh amazing. and he just passed away like a year before was a year, a, a, year, was a, year? Uh, a few months yeah, anyway okay.
3: yeah and uh, Rodney Crowell and I guess Steve Earle kind of co-planned this show. It was like an all-star cast. yeah. Uh, many of which advertised beforehand, but also a lot of big name surprises came out. And it was uh, kind of <laughs> like an evening hosted by yeah, Vince Gill. And it had just a, such a wide no o- array of country royalty all playing wishes. Guy Clark songs. Awesome. And some of their own, too. Um, That's amazing. I've, I've actually got a picture here. Of uh, The guy in front of me, um, I know this isn't TV, but I'm showing this to Mike. He wrote down the set list as people came out. So I took a photo of his oh, yeah. set list that he had uh, written down there.
1: So it says uh, JJW. That was uh, Jerry Jeff Walker. Jerry Jeff Walker. He
3: opened the show just by himself, under uh, opened up under a spotlight on Jerry Jeff Walker, yeah. just sitting down in a chair with... Uh, with an acoustic guitar, and I think he played uh, L.A. Freeway. Yeah. yeah, L.A. Freeway. Yeah, you got Vince Gill. Uh, yeah, he hosted the show, so he was like, he did uh, he did most of the talking, and uh, th- although there was lots of talking by people involved, and uh, he uh, Fred Thompson is that Fred? Vince Gill's one of those guys that I, really, I I don't really like his music, but I really like him, and he's a really good musician, but I just don't like his. He history. loses
1: points for joining the fucking Eagles, though. Did he do that? Well, he's he's in the Eagles now. Like, this oh. bullshit band with the Eagles touring. Glenn Fry's dead. Now they're touring as the Eagles with Glenn Fry's kid. And uh, uh, that asshole Don Henley, uh, Joe Walsh, Timothy Schmitty, and uh, Vince Gill. That's weird. Man. That is weird. That's weird. And they're calling it the Eagles. So we got Emmylou Harris, Sam Bush, Bobby Bear, Joe Eli. Oh, Bobby Bear was so fantastic. Bobby Bear? Oh, oh yeah. Do you remember what song... I guess they're all doing... I, I, so. I have a hard yeah. time remembering. Joe Eli, he's cool. Gillian Welch, Dave Rollins, uh, hardcore troubadour G- Steve Earle. G- Gillian Welch
3: and Dave Rollins, that was uh, that was a surprise yeah. when they came out.
1: What did Steve play? Do you remember
3: what he played? Uh, he played... Uh, Desperado is waiting on a train. Like desperado's waiting on for a train. I think he played that with somebody else, uh, who's who I didn't recognize. And then he also played his own set list too. Uh, yeah. Steve Earl's first St- gig Steve was playing Steve.
1: bass on. Uh, Steve Earle's first uh, record credit is bass on uh, a Guy Clark record. He played bass on ah, record. Guy uh, Clark. Uh, Ramblin' Jack Elliott. Yeah, he's, he's old. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Ingram. Ricky Skaggs. Oh, Ricky Skaggs was. Great. Yeah. Uh, the Whites Who are the Whites uh,
3: I don't know I don't know Who knows
1: uh, Rodney Crowell, He's cool Robert O'Kee What does that say Robert O'Keen.
3: Oh oh um, Robert Earl King. Robert O'Keen. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's Yeah he's really good too Lyle he's, Lovett he, he, Lyle Lovett was a surprise
1: How was his hair Has he still got Cramer hair Oh yeah hair? yeah it looked, it Awesome looked He like told hair?
3: He, yeah, he, <laughs> he told a funny story Before he played too Yeah Chris Stapleton. Was it about Julia? Uh, oh yeah, Chris Chris Stapleton and his wife Morgana, they were uh, they were also a surprise. He's that
1: young dude with like he's got a long ass beard and shit Oh, right? he's fantastic. I he saw like I him. saw
3: him at uh Ontario Place at uh, Budweiser
1: Stage yeah. this year. Really? Uh, you went to that? Yeah, one. yeah it was, it was good. Yeah. Was and Rodney Foster and uh Delbert McClinton on the harmonica. Yeah, Club. yeah. Good time. So what was the was there a standout track for that? Steve Earl Desperado Oh yeah, that was, that was that was That was probably fin- the best. That was pretty.
6: I asked <laughs> him to get up here with me on this because he and I uh, have in common that we both got to Nashville when we were really young and guy and the Park kinda helped finish raising both of us when things right down too. I just want to see if this microphone is on.
5: Yeah.
6: So That I'll call sidekicks, like desperados waiting for a train.
0: Desperados waiting for a
6: train. One day I looked around and he was pushing me.
1: And uh, the thing with that too, there was no like you couldn't film it or anything like that, right? No, no. So you're not gonna find any YouTube clips. You couldn't even,
3: yeah. You couldn't even have your phone out, or else they would. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. They would
3: uh, tell you to put it away. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah, that's and that's the way it should be. Like I, I don't, I don't want to sound like an old crank, but. uh, People holding up their phones and recording is uh, pretty tiresome when you're standing behind it. Oh, it's so annoying. Eh? I, I don't mind the pictures. Like, I'll even take a picture of the stage. But, uh, like, but I'll do it really I limit quick. you got to, like, only five, though.
1: Oh, I don't even do that. I do, like, maybe yeah. One, yeah. Or like one or two. Like, one or two, yeah. These guys that need to take f- 100 photos during a show, like, don't you want to just put your fist yeah, through the face? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, just... just just watch assholes a t- hey,
1: fuck you YouTube, youtube isn't lacking for uh for <laughs> concert footage for any band no matter how small oh, it's so. the oh, whatever so uh so there we go hey johnny do you got any honorable mentions well johnny's in the background here he's not officially on the show what was your favorite uh, lulu's kitchener show uh, james brown, james brown. <laughs> what you, we saw james brown at lulu's late 90s probably Yeah. <laughs> James Brown, we said the best part I remember about that is that he did some like he's doing like cold sweat or funky drummer and like in the middle of it he did a breakdown second section and he did like the fucking chicken tonight song. Oh, like what? I feel like chicken tonight, like a chicken tonight. <laughs> That's remember that song? Crazy. Ow, ow, and he had like he went and he started doing this fucking like chicken dance across the <laughs> stage. I feel yeah. like chicken tonight. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right, so there you go. So that's our uh, that's rocking and rolling and whatnot. Episode two concert that was fu- memories. That was funly. Yeah, with uh, but, Baba and Mike. But, but, but before we go, how are you sleeping? What
3: uh, what type of mattress are you using?
1: <laughs> I don't. Get what, what. Um,
3: and if you have any uh, uh, website that you needed built, <laughs> uh, just check out uh, Squarespace. Squarespace, yes. And uh,
1: uh, if you want to like, if you're shopping at Amazon. Please come to my website and then click the little Amazon button I have there, and then that'll just direct you. And you won't have to pay extra, but I'll get a little kickback to keep the show going, don't you know? Lee, are you tired of waiting in
3: line at the drugstore for them to open up, you know, that little door, that little security door, and asking them to get out those specific razors that are so overpriced? I
1: know. You don't want to be
3: doing that, do you? You need to call 25-Cent Razor Club,
1: <laughs> and we'll send you razors right to your door.
3: Do you know where else I'm tired of standing in line? Is the post office. Oh, Dealing what? with postal
1: employees. <laughs> oh, is there a better way? I wish there was a way to create stamps at home. <laughs> there is. Is there? Canada
2: Post has a new thing called Snapship. Cl- simply click on Snapship, hit
1: continue and follow through to the end. <laughs> and I want new underwear so go to mypanties.com and you can get yourself underwear right to your door now you need some Duluth underwear Lee man <coughs> what's a Duluth underwear
2: well Duluth is what all the cool guys are wearing these days I wear contenders all the country boys are wearing Duluth
3: now guys I'm in real hot water with the lady I'd really like to find a place where I can send her flowers online and maybe some chocolate-covered strawberries, too.
1: Get a box of of, of snacks for your dog shipped directly to your door. We call it puppylove.com. Snacks for your dog. (laughs) Nutritious, wholesome
5: snacks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show, friends. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, TrampsLikeUsPod.com. Communicate with us on Facebook, on our Tramps Like Us podcast group page, and on Twitter, at TrampsLikeUsPod. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you can leave a review and a five-star rating. Rockin' and Rollin' and Whatnot Sidecast is a non audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free. We are not affiliated with Bruce Springsteen or any of the artists featured on the show. If you have heard any music you like, please find it and purchase it via iTunes, Amazon, your local record store, or wherever music is sold. As always, gratitude and respect to all of the great musicians and performers we feature on the show. Stay cool and keep rocking and rolling and whatnot.
0: Ragu introduces Chicken Tonight Simmer Sauces, and suddenly everybody's saying, I feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight. Chicken tonight! Choose from six new sauces. Each one's made with real vegetables and herbs. So you can make dishes like country French chicken and chicken gacciatore. Just brown the chicken, simmer and serve. I feel like chicken tonight. Like chicken tonight.
5: New Chicken Tonight Simmer Sauces from Ragu. Chicken tonight!